0: Hello and welcome to select Match Type. My name's Simon Calgill, Joined as always by Christopher Ellis. Hi Chris, how are you?
1: I am very well. Joined in the spirit if not in body.
0: Yes, so it's um an odd experience we're recording um via social distancing. Uh so we're not actually in the same room. I so I genuinely need to ask how you're doing at the moment Chris.
1: There you go. All those all those episodes People slagging us off for asking how we were doing. If other people had been asking how other people were doing, this could have been avoided.
0: We would not be in this mess, would we?
1: No. How are you doing? I'm okay. I've had, a bit, I've had a bit of a head cold this past week, but I've got no cough, no fever, so I'm happy that I'm not dying.
0: Good, yeah. I I share the sentiment of being glad that you're not dying, so... Good. okay so this week we are covering uh, the series that we've just finished so our survivor series elimination matches we're going to go through our roundup episodes um so we covered nine survivor series matches survivor series has been ongoing since 1987 so there was a hell of a lot of matches we could have covered um do you think we covered the right ones are there any others that we potentially could have looked at chris
1: Oh, the only one I feel I would have would have would have been nice to would have been the sewing of the Shawn Michaels Diesel split when they took on Razor Ramon when Shawn super kicks Diesel in the face. So ahead of the uh,
0: WrestleMania match.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't dis- Yeah, well, it's a
1: it's a long it's a long build there because we have we have that and then we have the Raw Rumble before WrestleMania, so it's a long long build.
0: Definitely. Um, yeah, I've I've thought of a few others. Some good, some absolutely horrendous uh, that we could have potentially looked at. It's weird how often Shawn Michaels comes up in Survivor Series matches, but I guess he's become fairly synonymous, not just with the matches, but with the event. Um, so a couple of others we could have looked at. So 2005, uh, Raw versus SmackDown. I know how... Neither of us particularly like um, just brand supremacy, Uh, but basically this one was Batista, Bobby Lashley, JBL, Randy Orton and Mysterio um, representing Team Smackdown. And then on Team Raw, Kane and the Big Show, Carlito and Chris Masters. Bet you didn't think we'd be talking about those guys. (laughs) Uh, And Shawn Michaels again.
1: Um, Apart from poor old Sean, that is the shittiest line that we're going to get smacked down.
0: JBL's going into the Hall of Fame, as is Batista in a few... um, (laughs) Oh, you meant for Raw, sorry.
1: Yeah, for Raw, yeah. I say JBL, Batista, Mysterio... And he's like, yeah, Carlito and Chris Masters.
0: Along with the Big Show and Kane. It's a bit of a hodgepodge team, really. Yeah, so that Randy Orton ended up as the sole survivor for that one. It seemed like through the mid-2000s, that was the case for every uh, Survivor Series match that Randy Orton was in. Uh, But the story after it was that he was hoisted above everyone's shoulders and then uh, The Undertaker came back after he'd been taken out by Randy Orton in the summer. Uh, So that built towards those guys having a WrestleMania match. It seems like that's a common theme, um, building towards WrestleMania from Survivor Series.
1: That's a that's a great comeback, that one, for the Undertaker as well. That's when they bring the coffin out and it bursts in the flames.
0: That's right. Yeah, it's a hell of a visual. Other matches we could have cutted. So, the first ever Survivor Series uh, was headlined by Team Hulk Hogan versus Team Andre. Uh, not Peter Andre, I should point out. Uh, so, there was... Hulk Hogan, Bam Bam Bigelow, Ken Patera, Don Morocco and uh, Paul Orndorff versus Andre the Giant, Rick Rude, Butch Reed, King Kong Bundy and One Man Gang. Um, So yeah there was a lot of hype for it because it was the first ever Survivor Series um, event but it was also the first time that um, Andre and Hogan have faced on since Wrestlemania 3. So you'd expect that those two would have it would have come down to those two as the final two but hogan got co- counted out quite early in the match um and it ended with andre the giant eliminated bam bam last to win it's weird to see bam bam as a face
1: yeah yeah because that, that ginger dude who was always with one in the face
0: i can't remember i've never seen this one uh, it was just one that got recommended have you seen the seen this survivor series match
1: no, I'm not, I've never gone that far back. I know, obviously, really Survivor Series was invented just as a maneuver to get be able to get, oh, be able to get Hulk and Andre in the same ring again. So in yeah. case that they had they'd had the, the singles match, and where the contract stipulation they were they were running with that could actually be facing one on one again. So it's just an excuse to get them back facing off. Makes sense. And that's how Survivor Series was born. There we go. Who would right.
0: it? Hulk. <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan, the, another creation of his.
1: They created a whole pay per view to fucking satisfy Hulk Hogan. Who the thought.
0: Yeah, I have to say, um, the the names in that match don't make it sound like the greatest spectacle <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I can't imagine there was much high flying offense going on.
1: <laughs> no, no, I could. But The Rocker is okay. The Rock.
0: Yeah, true. The original Rock. The original Rock. People don't really know him as The the, the Rock 2, Dwayne Johnson, do they? No.
1: Um, The Rock. Now even rockier.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The rockiest. Um, 2013, uh, another match we could have covered was The Shield, um, along with Jack Swagger and Cesaro, which feels like a very random team, um, versus Goldust, Cody rhodes um the usos and ray mysterio so this was back a couple of years after the shield had debuted and they were still heels um at this point um weirdly the match sort of follows the the trope of uh, being down on numbers but for the heels instead of the faces so it ends up with rollins and reigns five on two um after about 10 minutes, then Rollins gets an elimination and then Roman Reigns hits four spears in a row and four eliminations. Uh, the crowd was very hot for Roman Reigns dominating. Imagine that happening now.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. See, that's, that's one of those things where you go, you know, you think you want this thing. Oh, you go, oh, Reigns is over. We really want this. No, no you don't. You'll soon be whinging about it.
0: Yeah. Well, this was back when Roman Reigns never actually said anything. He was just the, sort of the muscle behind the shield, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, but it was always Rollins and Ambrose or Moxley, which Monica, you want to give him was little
0: When he had two eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back in the glory days. Um, a couple that maybe we should have looked at, but not for the same reason that they were good uh, or hyped matches. So, 1999, the Mean Street Posse and the British Bulldog versus Gangrel, Steve Blackman, Mark Henry and Val Venus. Have you ever watched this match, Chris?
1: No, no. Why is this Bulldog team up with the Mean Street Posse? That doesn't make any sense, does it?
0: Yeah, this was back when the Bulldog was wearing jeans um, and, like, Timberland boots. It was not, not his best look, I don't think.
1: No, but it's nice to see the Bulldog finally going into the
0: Hall of Fame this year yeah it would be interesting to see who inducts him gonna Most be his, the...
1: daughter, his daughter I think
0: yeah um, well it was Tyson Kidd Natalia and I can't remember who the other one was that actually announced it through their backstage thing which is apparently the only way that news can come out now so... yeah
1: because God forbid you want surprises as well Walter. they'll just cover Morrison knock on the door of have two minutes from Morrison standing there. Yep. Don't want to waste that.
0: Well, we've got 24-hour coverage for people now. We don't want to build to anything, do we? Um, yeah, 99 Survivor Series was probably more famous for other matches uh, than than that one. So in that match, Val Venus eliminated the Bulldog last. Um, so he and Mark Henry were left to survive. Um, it doesn't seem like the greatest match in the world, but I thought it was worth mentioning 99 because um, on the same pay-per-view, Big Show was in a one versus four elimination match where he beat the Big Boss Man, Viscera, Midian, and Albert. Which there's some weight in that ring. Um, I
1: think man, that's why it's four one. I do you could have added another person. That a uh, health and safety law <laughs> violated all over the probably.
0: ring. It'd have just exploded. um But then Big Show went on to win the title in a triple threat match against Triple H and The Rock in the same night. Look at Big Show double double duty.
1: is that yeah, it's. I'm not sure how it's got the tank to go for two well, I was saying like, it was a slimmed down version of the big show back in the back yeah. in the day.
0: I suppose. But I well, I assumed that the one versus four there was probably four moves and that was about it.
1: Four four big choke slams. Yeah.
0: Um and the other thing that Survivor Series ninety nine was famous for, Austin being run down, uh by Rikishi of course he did it for the rock he did it for the people
1: he does do it for the people and so and so forth a chain of events to my favourite match of all I nearly said my favourite match of all time not my favourite match of all time because there's too many great ones Undertaker Michaels too because every conversation now just involves Michaels yeah but One of my favourite main events of all time.
0: Yeah, I can't disagree with it. Um, we have got a poll up there on social media at the moment for uh, the people, as Rikishi would say, uh, to decide what match type we will be selecting next. Um, Hell in a Cell is one of them, so I don't know how many Twitter accounts you're going to set up to try and rig the vote there, Chris. It's
1: all right, I've got, I've got two already. <laughs> it's fine
0: worth it. So yeah, um, on Twitter and on Instagram at the moment, the choices are Hell in a Cell, the Royal Rumble matches, Elimination Chamber matches, and an item on a pole match. There's a lot to cover there. There is a lot. We could also see some of the worst matches ever, I think. like Pepper on a pole between Al Snow and Big Boss Man. But... Yeah, so. I'm
1: just. Oh, it's when the Royal Rumble one rolls, rolls around and we both have full-time jobs. I'm going lose a big chunk, big chunk of my week.
0: Well, we've got a lot of time at home at the moment, Chris, so we can, we can put it on there. Yeah, yeah so they're all on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at SelectMatchPod uh, to let us know what you think we should cover next. Okay, so we've talked about matches that we didn't actually look at. Let's focus on the ones that we covered. Uh, so we looked at nine, as I say. What What were your favourite matches or f- your, your best match of the selection that we looked at, Chris?
1: There's two that stand head and shoulders above the others. There's the WWF versus Alliance, the control destiny of the WWF. And then there is the Team Austin and Team Bischoff. Both had. Actually, well, well-written storylines going in. But I know a lot of our stuff. We covered the brand, the split stuff. We didn't care for massively. That's not a reason to actually have a match. And the other matches, while entertaining enough, had no emotional heft going in. Whereas these had two clear quality storylines behind them, which made them stand much, much better than the others.
0: For me i completely agree um that the matches themselves um were reasonably good but it was the story going into them that made those two stand out far more than the others um there was some good in-ring stuff that we've covered as well so particularly the tag team um survivor series match that we looked at just at that time the stuff that the bulldogs um the heart foundation and the rockers were doing just no one else was really bringing that style um Late eighties, early nineties. Uh, but
1: the bushwhackers what a team.
0: <laughs> we'll get <on> to that, <laughs> don't you worry.
1: Overall, though, should I should also sorry, so I was going to say we should. I was just going to say we should give a shout out to the, the women's division as well for the most recent Survivor Series. To see three three brands represented by quality women wrestlers is nothing to not mention.
0: Yeah, definitely. And the in-ring stuff from the match was really good. Um, again, we, t- we talked about it a hell of a lot at the time, but brand split for me isn't interesting enough to have as a, just the, a single story.
1: No, I think it only worked only work this year, really, because you had NXT involved. Yeah. If you tried to do it again next year with the same thing, we'd be back to, yeah, this is dull because it's just brand versus brand.
0: Yeah, but good shout. That was definitely worth mentioning. Um, Yeah, but I completely agree. For me, WWF versus the Alliance is the first match that I think of when I think of Survivor Series elimination matches. But also the Austin versus Bischoff one was, was really good as well. Um, maybe we should select WWF, uh, WWF versus the Alliance just so we don't have Shawn Michaels <laughs> um, featuring completely throughout all of our series. Yeah, it's a shame he was gone for that. He could have gone on either
1: side. He'd have, have been a great heel to go for the Alliance. Yeah, his sort
0: of arrogant 90s persona.
1: Yeah, it had been that, that annoying moment though when he joined N2O, NWO for about 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. And super kick Booker T because something was different. <laughs> Poor Booker T. Um, okay, so our best match were fairly uh, unanimous in selecting those two. What about your least favourite match? I'll, g- I'll give you a guess what mine is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, yeah, you really do hate the Rockers. I do. <laughs> no, I've, I've, obviously I enjoyed I enjoy all... they have one of my favourite match times, as we touched it before... We started this series. So I love the Survivor Series in general. If I had to pick a weakest out of the list we covered, it's probably going to be the Hogan Million Dollar Man match. Just because apart from the decent start with Zeus and Hogan, always enjoyable watching Jake the Snake work, there's a lot of dullness in between the begin- beginning of it and the end. So that is my worst on this list. Not that it's an awful match, it's just the worst of the ones we covered.
0: Yeah, I can't can't disagree too much with that. Um, obviously, my least favourite was Doink versus Bam Bam. The in-ring stuff was awful, and the comedy wasn't particularly funny. Um, Hogan Million Dollar Man, as team captains, was a bit boring. Um, we've also covered a few matches where there was no real stakes, so... And I know we've um, we talked about the the Rockers and the Bushwhackers versus Nasty Boys and the Beverly Brothers. Which, if the, if it wasn't for the um, it, them t- teasing the split of the Rockers, there would just be nothing to that match whatsoever.
1: No, it's, it's, there's a lot of odd eliminations in that in that match. Yeah, but no, just, I'd say that's for the work that Janae and Michaels did teasing the split there. I think that's a decent a decent enough match
0: yeah we also had to cover um demolition and the powers of pain twice so <laughs> we we suffered for our craft
1: yeah if i don't see, if i don't see demolition again i'll i'll be perfectly happy
0: as long as you can still sing their theme tune of course
1: yeah definitely my throat's raw, so i'm not even gonna <laughs> give, a, give a give a razz for it tonight good Good. <laughs> okay, oh, um, the thousands of listeners will be disappointed. They'll,
0: they'll be devastated. Um, okay, so the best uh, performance from a wrestler—what did you think it was through this series?
1: There's only there's only one man, and we keep mentioning him again and again and again. Mr. WrestleMania, the main event. Shawn Michaels is the MVP in Survivor Series matches, whether it be him against the odds, losing, but. Tra- still heroically losing for Team Austin, or is teasing the breakup of the Rockers in a nothing match working with Giannetti. He is the man, as I say, we haven't even covered the even covered the diesel split or the winning Syrac- Syracuse when he collapsed the night after. There's a lot of stuff to cover.
0: Yeah, there was also the um, 20-man one where I've mentioned it as really good in-ring and he was part of that, just bringing a completely different style. Um, I completely agree, so Shawn Michaels overall over the series, it's difficult to get uh, find matches that he's not involved in. Um, I definitely think Dolph Ziggler for his performance in the Authority versus Senior deserves a shout for one of, uh, for, for a performance in one match, if not overall.
1: I think Randy Orton as well deserves a shout out for doing brilliant heel work. Yeah. Every time he's in a Survivor Series match,
0: Jericho did some very good heel work in his two appearances as well.
1: So a lot, of, a lot of strong performers across.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then there's Doink. <laughs> the strong, he's stronger. He the weren't even in it. He's still brilliant. Um, so we, we're both going Michaels overall, then. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's a, only fair.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Okay. um... Overall thoughts then on Survivor Series matches as a whole, Chris?
1: If, if we keep reiterating this time and time again, if you, they learn one thing, and only one thing from listening to our podcast, McMahon, it's that uh, if you go to the Living Nation match, you have to have something invested in it for anyone to care. Just throwing together eight people, while well, is a perfectly fine match, and you can watch it and go, oh yeah, that was entertaining enough. It's never going to be a classic match unless you care that they're involved.
0: Yeah, completely agree. So before the series, I said that Survivor Series was probably my least favourite of the big four. Um, my mind has changed slightly watching some of the... Um, the elimination matches that we've covered, particularly the two that we mentioned as the best, so WWF versus Alliance and Team Austin versus Bischoff. But I still, as as you say, there has to be massive stakes on it. Um, we've watched a lot of mid-card ones that you could just replace with any other match. And if it wasn't Survivor Series, the fact that it was an elimination tag team would be irrelevant almost. But having said that, we've seen some really good ones. Um, i mentioned as well in our um preview episode before we started looking at matches that survivor series often remembered more for some of the moments rather than the matches so we talked about austin or we mentioned austin being run over we obviously covered sting's debut there's been other debuts like the rock the shield kurt angle uh, but probably the the biggest moment from Survivor Series history, and we're not gonna cover it in a massive amount of detail because we could make an entire series out of it, basically. But that man again, Shawn Michaels, um, for the Montreal Screwjob, probably one of the biggest moments in wrestling history, and that took place at Survivor Series as well.
1: Yeah, undoubtedly changed changed the course of wrestling history, or you if you believe. I know everyone says it, but so there must be something in it. But yeah, it's—it's
0: it's definitely the most talked-about moment in wrestling history. There's a lot th- of—I think that's it. That's noth-
1: on it. If nothing else, it's the yeah, it's just the most talked-about one. There's i will just say about singles matches at Survivor Series. See, the whole pay-per-view is great. I'm just I just think about Bob Backlund beating Bret Hart as well. Yeah. With again Bret Hart, Bret Hart only in K-Fame this time actually getting screwed by Owen.
0: Yeah, very true. Okay, um, any closing thoughts on on that before we move on, then, Chris?
1: No, I've I've really enjoyed the whole series. As I say, Survivor Series is my favourite pay per view. I'm looking forward to what the listeners pick for us to uh, watch next. As I say, please bear in mind we've both got full time jobs, so Raw will will Rumble maybe the ones that last thirty minutes, thirty five minutes. We're not the no, year when it
0: became a 40-man Royal Rumble.
1: <laughs> no, the one where it goes on, and the one, also the one where I fell asleep in, walk about, watching it live, that also won't be covered.
0: There you go. Okay, so let us know your thoughts on our Survivor Series coverage. Do you agree with um, what we gave us the best Survivor Series elimination matches? So... Just to close the episode and to close the series, obviously we know it's a tough time for people out there because of coronavirus. So people are at home, um, unable to get out or whatever. So I thought it'd be good for us to recommend some matches uh, that you can watch, basically to kill a bit of time while you're unable to visit loved ones or whatever, take your mind off it. Uh, Chris, have you got any suggestions you'd like to put forward?
1: I have. I've got, I've got three All from WCW as well. WCW. uh, Going going properly back. Old school WCW. Right, you got some some of these. I can't remember the complete name of the pay-per-view, unless I can find it now, so you may have to to warrant a long scratching around. But no, I think I found them. Okay, the first one. It's the War Games main event from WrestleWar 92. Team Sting against Team Dangerous Alliance
0: and WCW <laughs> all the pay-per-views are now available on the network, we should get some sort of advert so we can get some revenue in there I assume.
1: yeah, Rest, see Wrestle was great, it's got proper old school, it's even got Nikita the Nikita Koloff, Austin's in there Rick Reed's in there, Steamboat Barry Windham, Arn Anderson Dustin Rhodes great. that when he weren't covered in gold paint
0: I've never watched um, any of the old WCW pay-per-view, so I'll, I will personally give that one a go.
1: It's a, it's a bloodbath. <laughs> <It's... laughs>
0: okay. Um, okay, I've also... Um, so we'll take it in turns uh, to yeah. recommend one. So my first recommendation is from NXT. It's TakeOver Respect from October 2015. Um, and it's an what they called an Ironman match, although it's two female competitors. It's uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks in an Ironman match. Um, this was just before Bailey. Well, both of them were going to move up to the main roster. They, they'd been feuding for ages on NXT, and this was the um, the sort of culmination of that feud. Uh, Very much recommend it. It's only half an hour Iron Man as well, as opposed to the full hour. So, yeah, it won't take up a a a full chunk of your time.
1: Was that the one that's about just about five years ago, isn't it? It's the one that's coming up for the anniversary. So it looks like we're they're going to do the Sasha Bailey storyline coming up. Yeah, probably SummerSlam. Building
0: towards it um, because they've the six pack challenge for. for WrestleMania, whether it's on day one or two, who's to, to say, but
1: It's definitely worth a watch because when Sasha Banks is sorry, when Sasha Banks is actually on her game, she's absolutely brilliant. And so's Bailey's to be fair. This is actually a great match.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay. Your second recommendation then Chris
1: Go back to WCW again. As I said, Starcade nineteen ninety WCW tag team championships. Butch Reed and Ron Simmons versus Arn Anderson and Barry Windham street fight. Is that another again, <laughs> again, it another bloodbath? Again, it's a, it's a bloodbath again. I'll, the people will say that the Catless Jack street fights are the best ever. I would say now, this is my favourite street fight. Not only it does the best of both, it does a brilliant wrestling and an absolutely quality, blood-laden street fight. Absolutely brilliant. I'm not going to say anything more, but that's my go-to pick.
0: Okay. Again, never seen it, so it be interesting to give it a watch. Uh, my second pick is from what's widely considered the best pay-per-view ever, but it's a match that sometimes gets overlooked because of the quality of the other matches. So it's from WrestleMania 17, 2001. Um, it's not your usual TLC, Rock Austin, Undertaker, Triple H... I'm going for the the Hardcore Championship triple threat match between Raven, Kane, and the Big Show. Oh, it's, nice. It's one of the funnest wrestling matches um, I can remember from that period. Yes, um, Raven somehow amongst these giants and manages to stay in the fight throughout. I very much recommend it. We get a golf trolley uh, with Kane carrying um, a a referee on the back of it so that's worth watching just for that i think
1: yeah i, I was about to say I, I remember i remember them driving around chasing after each other and that's when the one that raven nearly shut down the whole of wrestlemania went by driving through the power line yep that's right
0: can you imagine if it had gone off air <laughs>
1: That would have been just absolutely voracious. Yeah, you know, I know you spend noise on this, but Raven's driven through Why Why they got one connection. <laughs> who's, who's, who's got one plug powered a entire arena?
0: Yeah, you think it would um, be powered by more than just an extension lead, <laughs> but apparently not.
1: No, that's the, clearly that's the way to go. Oh well, never mind. Right, my last pick is Starcade eighty nine. It's actually the whole pay-per-view. It's Future Shock. Because it's quite an interesting thing they do. It's not for the title. It's just two round-robin tournaments to actually decide who's the best in WCW at that time. So for the solo participants, we have Sting, Lex Luger, Ric Flair, and The Great Muta. And then for the tag team, we have tag team of Doom, the Steiner Brothers, the Road Warriors, and the New Wild Samoans. So...
0: So it's two tournaments, one tag,
1: one two t- singles. Yeah, one tag, one singles. Just round round robin, so you get to see everyone square off against each other. So you get Sing Muta Muta flare pick the points for a win or how you win points different points for pinfall, submission, count out, and then just roll it around and just have the have the best final competitor after round robin. It works re- works really well. All the matches are decent. I'd say have a look at
0: that. It's so much different from pay-per-views that you get now. I guess the closest in—it's not even modern day—but King of the Ring, when they used to have the the tournament finals, where you'd have three or four matches um, with one person. That's the probably closest you get in the
1: 90s. Yeah, 2000s. exactly. I mean, clearly they've got—they had a, well, they had the four stars and then with the Road Warriors and Steiners, they're two of the biggest tag teams. So they thought, yeah, just stick them all in all night. Fans will be happy. And they were.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Okay, my final recommendation, it's from ECW One Night Stand 2005. Uh, you talked about some brutal matches. There's not a massive amount of blood in this one, but it's the, one of the most brutal matches I've ever seen. It's Mike this awesome versus Tanaka. Um, it's... Uh, that some of the unprotected he- headshots with chairs are Absolutely savage um, Yeah, if you if you like a brutal match this one's for you and um, it's also Remembered for a line on commentary. So Mike awesome had left ECW to go to WCW for more money and had never been forgiven by Joey Styles on um, obviously the ECW commentator um, and he uh, At one point, Mike Orson does a suicide dive to the outside and Joey Styles says, oh, maybe you should just go and commit suicide. And Mike <laughs> Orson committed suicide about four years later. Jesus. <laughs> it didn't age particularly well, that comment. I don't know if it's still on the network or whether they've taken it out. But I, imagine, I,
1: imagine, they rem- I imagine they have removed that.
0: Yeah. Um, and just one other thing from that pay-per-view... Um, I was torn between recommending this match or the main event, uh, but from the main event, definitely try and watch the Sandman's entrance where um, the whole crowd are just shouting along to Metallica. It's not, the um, entrance isn't on the network, so you'll have to go to Daily Motion or some other um, YouTube site or something to find it. But yeah, it's, it's a great entrance. It takes about six or seven minutes, but it's well worth a watch okay I Stamp,
1: think... i'll have to go catch i've not seen the michael awesome match so i'll have to pick yeah, up
0: on that one it's great it's really good uh the whole pay-per-view is pretty good to be fair um back when e- ecwu coming back seemed like a really good idea um within three years that would <laughs> stop moving away from being a good idea but okay so that'll give you some matches to keep you busy um on these uncertain times um Make sure you wash your hands if you go to the toilet and if you're cooking meat, which is pretty good advice at any time, really.
1: Yeah. Okay. Just don't don't be a dick. Just go to the shop and buy what you need. Exactly.
0: Okay, what a cheery note to end the uh, the series on.
1: That's that's two podcasts this week we've had to we've had to plow that message. Yeah, very true
0: okay so thank you as always for your support throughout the survivor series um elimination matches that we've covered um watch this space for when our next series will be coming to, to you and uh, as we mentioned previously you can dictate which matches we select next um, go to twitter go to instagram and facebook at select match pod um until then thank you very much as always chris
1: been a pleasure Si as always hopefully okay. eventually we'll be back in the same room hopefully I'm missing the sight of you Chris that's uh, stock syndrome kicking in it
0: is. <laughs> right thanks for listening see you next time
1: take care